It's another episode of All Over the Place, and we are at our new home. Our not new home, but our, our home away from home. Zanies in Rosemont. That's where we are. It is May, Jim. It's going to be a holiday this week. It is. We are uh, we are dropping on May fourth, a uh, day before Cinco, a big day in the American community only. Yeah, this is like a Pepe's. This was uh, invented by Qdobo and celebrated widely by Chipotle mm-hmm. and other hijacked, mm-hmm. Americanized, Mexicanized, Mexicanized. Is that a word? I think it, it is, but I think here it's Americanized Mexican. I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. Is it a day that, what is, what is the 5th of May? It's the Battle of Puebla. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a day in, in Mexico's heritage where they won a big war against the French army. Uh, history tells us that might not be as important as we once thought it was, but whatever. They, they sound were, tough to beat. They were undermanned, and they came out and they beat France. And here, to celebrate it, we get very drunk. And I was in Mexico once on Cinco, and they were like, mm, it's Thursday. And we were like, no, we're here to party. And they're like, mm, it's not really a special day around these parts. It, it means nothing there. It means nothing in Puerto Vallarta. I mean, every day we're just drunk Americans partying. In a Is city that why like you were down there, to, to celebrate the, the independence? You're like, let's go down to Mexico for... The fifth. We, we just happened to be there for an excursion. You know, we went there just for a vacation, right? And it happened to cross over May 5th. But we were like, oh, cool. We'll be there for Cinco de Mayo. We well, should be the only ones wearing hats. I think I may make my communion on Cinco de Mayo. Did you really? In 1984. Ooh. Yeah. I, I wore a sombrero. Did you? And uh, you sprinkle a little sugar on the <laughs> on the communion wafer. Get a little Mexican chocolate on there. We didn't do wafers. Uh, that They gave out Tostitos. Oh, really? Yes. By the way, do you know that in Plain the- Plain tis- or hint of lime? Do you Can know we ask? <laughs> There's a hint. Okay, hint of lime. I love when they say it. It's one of my favorite flavors. Hint. hint of lime. Let's Is there? Go- Did you drop a hint on me? <laughs> Is this citrus? It's not a lemon. Dude, my communion. Uh, you did not have a wafer. You had Tostitos. It was on Oh, May do you ever 5th. see in the Tostitos logo that there's a party going on in there's the logo? There's a hat. I know there's a hat. There's like two people in there too. Are there really? Yeah. What are they doing? Having chips. Are they dipping chips out of the hat? They're having a good time. They're I love that. Kicking off this Mayo. Great month. Love May. I was born in May. You were born in May. This is Cinco de Año. Wow. It's the fifth month of the year. Mean? Okay. You see what I did there? <laughs> you did. That, I just Americanized. You sure did. I don't even know what that means. It's all right. Fifth, fifth month of the year is but what it is. It's a great day. Make some quesadillas. I'm happy to be back in person. Can I say that? We were, we were uh, uh, remote last week because of uh, our situations. Uh, you were out in Las Vegas. I did go to Las Vegas again. How was that? It was great. Yeah. They had the NFL draft out there. I love it. Sebastian actually was involved in the draft. Did, the, uh, did a pick for the Bears. They really? had a lot of celebrities there. I don't know if they'd done this before, but it was kind of awkward. Like He went up there and was just did his thing. Okay. But like they had people backstage. Like They were interviewing um, Keegan, Michael. Key? Key, what's his name? I yeah. always cannot get yeah. his name. Is Keegan it Michael Key? That is Key it? of Key and Peel. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I know he's from Key right. and Peel, but I can never get his. But anyway, he's backstage and they're interviewing him. Oh, what'd you think of the pick of your team? And he's uh-huh. like, oh, you know, I think he's gonna be a great fit. You know, plug and play, put him right in. Great. Sure. It's like just you don't know. <laughs> no one knows. No idea. No one knows. Why do they have these celebrities back there, like breaking have- it down? Like just do something, but you don't have to like. We don't need your analysis. ESPN's got like four guys who do the draft, right? And they all do mock drafts. And it's like, so none of you are going to be right. If ESPN has to hire a group of you to be like, listen to whichever one of these you prefer, none of us really know is the whole point of it. So yeah, why even make it worse with celebrities up there? I mean, can you imagine watching the draft? All right. And then walk that back. You're watching the mock draft. It's unbelievable. It's just a make-believe draft. I can't do like friends. I play fantasy football. I, I still do play, but I'm not at the point where like I have friends who will like, I've been doing mock drafts all summer. It's like, why we're at a, we're at a twin peaks getting drunk. Like that's the, like the draft isn't really about selecting the best talent. We, I have a friend who has not watched a football game in 10 years. He picks people because their names are hilarious and he wins most of the time. You know what I mean? Like it's not the mock drafts don't really do a whole lot in the, in your average friends league. Oh, it doesn't help in the, uh, here's the thing. You've got to have everyone else doing the same things then. Right? Like if, if your mock draft is to figure out your strategy, then everybody's got to be on that same level, you know? But when like the guy after you is picking a kicker in the second round, all bets are off from your mock. Yeah. I have no desire to even learn the strategy of the fantasy leagues. <laughs> 
But yeah, Vegas was great. Good to be out there. A lot going on. Vegas is back, man. Yeah. A lot of people on the strip. A lot of people. Full go. Drinking the yards, running around the M&M bags. It's back, baby. (laughs) Full go, huh? Let's go. How did it feel? Were there, was there like a small contingent still wearing masks or have people just given up on it entirely? I didn't see many people wear a mask. Okay. Yeah, there are some people like at the, at the airport and uh, yeah, but not a lot. Okay. I saw a guy with no, uh, you know, on my flight, he had a tank top on. Like, <laughs> You're not protecting yourself from anything. No masks, no sleeves. <laughs> You're going to get bruises. So he was looking good. Yeah, it was great. We, uh, we had a good weekend. I had a gig before I went out there. Uh, a local gig here in Oak Brook, daytime. Ooh. I love for daytime a construction gig. company. I love getting done with comedy and still being light out. A lot of, uh, you know, do you remember Jamie Blythe? Uh, I know the name. I feel like we we ran into him somewhere. Right. So he was on the first season of The Bachelorette. Ah, one of the dudes. So he's connected with the construction company. All right. And they brought me in Seems. for uh, for a gig, and uh, it was, you know, I was, had to lean into him a little bit. I love that. He was on like the Bachelorette like years ago. That's great. What's I he doing now? I think you gave now? me a line. He's like, you could be on the widower now. <laughs> just hook him up with, he's on <laughs> Milf Island. They should just do the same show, just generationally, just bring everyone back. Be like, who got divorced? Bachelor 26. Do you remember the first Bachelor? I do. Barely. It wasn't my thing, but I remember it being a real big deal. Oh, you backed off that really quickly. I, was, I never watched any of those. I heard you were talking about The Bachelor on your podcast, Jim. <laughs> well, I told him I didn't really, I kind of knew. I've never watched it. Well, did, I, what did it, what did it, would you expect me to? I mean, it was just huge is yeah. what I'm saying. It was like a, one of the early, phenomenons. One of the, the founding fathers of reality television. I agree. Would you say? I would think so. I mean, I think the, the pillars are the real world, right? Uh, uh, maybe, uh, your Mount Rushmore of reality television, Mount Rushmore. But I think if we're talking about the, the ancestors, would Ozzy Osbourne be on there? I think he might be just Sharon saying fuck or something. He's not doing well. I saw. Oh no. Really? Yeah. Does he have COVID or something? I don't know. We can find out real quick. I mean, he ate a bat, didn't he? he? Did. Isn't that where COVID came from? He probably has <laughs> immunity. That. That is he should true. be good. Ozzy, we're, we're thinking of you. You've been doing this for a long time. Name your top four Ozzies. Uh, wow. That's a, okay. Top four Ozzies. Specific number, too. Why five. top four? All right. Because I was going to say five, five but I thought you too many. put her out. Uh, there's going to be, uh, there's gonna be uh, Osborne first. Ooh, over again? Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Gian brought us a World Series. Gian first, Osborne second. Uh, Ozzy Smith, love a backflip. Love a backflip. No doubt. I think he'd probably be top three. Um, I'm trying to think of who the other Ozzies are. Ozzy Newsom, uh, uh, football player, Ravens GM. Doesn't really do a lot for me. Well, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, right? He is a Hall of Famer. Who else we got? Ozzy and Harriet. Are those people? Did I make that up? Is that from an old TV show? No, that's right. Ozzy Nelson, right? Okay. Who's in there? Ozzy, uh, Ozzy Virgil. There we go. A lot of baseball players. I know some Aussies. Can we talk about our top five Australians? Oh, there's many more okay. than right. I'm related to five of them. Then we'll, st- <laughs> then we'll stick with Aussies. But anyway, I think, the, I think you're right with four. Who would yours be? I th- they're the same. Okay. They're the same. But the, um, yeah, the construction gig was cool. They make parking lots. So they had all their clients out. That's unbelievable. I love the corporate gigs because yeah. they get up and they're like, you know, hey, we appreciate your business so much. You know, I know we're, <laughs> we pave your lot. It was more than parking. Come it was on. more than the asphalt and, <laughs> and painted lines. It's really about the relationships. I was asking them though, like, you guys ever think about shaking up the industry, like painting blue lines, <laughs> just put them in green. Like you, when you get a Murphy lot, the, the lines are green and they're shamrocks. <laughs> That's, That's how you happens. know. Like, why does it have to always be white and yeah. yellow lines? Wouldn't it be nice to go in and have like a candy cane theme or some polka dots? <laughs> It'd be nice. Do they have sales reps there? Do they have people who go into parking lots and they're like, I'm just saying, if we make these spots a little bit smaller, we can get 20% more cars in here. <laughs> like, do they have people whose job it is to, to change, the, change the game? That happens, by the way. You I ever go imagine. into a parking lot sometimes and you're like, yeah. what are you doing? This What's, is so narrow. Yeah. My wheels are on How, each side. Absolutely. Well, I, I have a small sedan. So, but yeah. Well, now you're always looking for an outlet. I really am. It's awful. Power cord. It has changed everything. Do you think that, um, like when you get out of the car and you see your wheel is like over a line, Oh boy, do you get back in and fix it? I do. Cause here's why I park in a, in a parking lot at home, right? Where we have assigned spots and the person next to me and across the hall from me are the two spots around me. So if you park over the line, you're fucking judged all day. You know what I mean? Like it's not a random person park. It's, oh, Jim doesn't know how to park again. 
you know. And so, they will say something? No, but I mean, I judge them when they park over the line. I'm like, someone had a long night last night. I don't say anything out loud. You know what I mean? But you, you know, right? Someone was rushing in today. Just be a little passive. Uh, I don't, you don't say that, but you just think it in your mind, right? Slam your door in the hallway. Right, like, oh, Jim's in the wrong spot again. What happened last night? Key the car. <laughs> it would never do anything like that. With one of your baseball cards. Okay, that's not how they work. Throw a jar of coins through their window. Can we not talk about that? Can we talk about something that happened when you were in Vegas, though? I saw, uh, uh, and I loved it, uh, Darren Rovell gave you a shout-out on Twitter. Yeah, he was at the show. He must have been out there for the draft. Unbelievable. So I know the guy from, well, really from Twitter. I see him on yeah. there a lot. He does a lot in the, the world of sports this he, is a dude who, you want to talk about a Jim Flanagan dream job. All he does is talk about the business of sports. That's a cool, like, well, that, now you have a dream job. Well, I mean. You had a job well, I, and you quit. <laughs> well, because I want to live my dream. I want to be. By the way, Jim, I've gotten more feedback about you going full time. It's unbelievable. People are really wondering, like, how is he really doing comedy 40 hours a week now? <laughs> well, I mean. Nine to five? I mean. You know what it's like, though. There's so much on top of the the writing, right? There's so much on top of doing jokes that, that there is to this job now. So, yeah, oh, yeah I'm doing it full time. It's, it's a lot of work. But no, I'm saying they're in, your, they're in your corner. They, that's very nice. But Darren Rovell's entire job is to talk about how, like, sports and values and shit like that all come together. He's a big card guy, a big memorabilia guy. That's, uh, he says the wrong things on Twitter time and again. He's been uh, reprimanded on occasion, but dude's got, had a, made a great career out of it. And he's got a great taste in comedy. I mean, big fan, huh? Being at the show. Did he come backstage beforehand? Did you get to meet a Darren Rovell? Did you get to ask him how much he paid for his tickets? No, there was no backstage. No, I did not meet him. I uh, just saw that on, uh, you know, the thing he posted on, on Instagram, which was nice. But he has, so he, he's not an agent. He just writes about sports. He is just, just a, talks about, like, this is what's going on. Yeah. Breaks news. Yeah. Like I'll tell he's you, had some controversy too, right? He has. And I'll tell you one of the breaking news is that was also a controversy was uh, he uh, took a picture of an obese Chicago Bulls fan who was sitting courtside of the game and uh, uh, tweeted out with something about how uh, the cost of two courtside tickets was $5,000 that day. Oh, wow. Went after the, uh, for <laughs> the big Bulls fan. But he, I mean, you know, so that kind of shows both sides of Darren Rovell right there. He's done some things that he probably could have thought out better, um, but certainly talks about like, you know, when there's a huge game coming up, right? Like a national title game or like Duke, North Carolina. When we're talking about that in the final four, that's the dude you go to to find out how much your ticket's going for, what's left on the available market. You know what I mean? Like he will tell you what's happening, what, what CBS is looking at in revenue for that. Like all of those things, it's such huge money he was the first guy who was kind of like reporting on how all of that came together okay because we don't see it right like we see in sports i mean you see it after the fact you know there's a lot of money in it but he's telling you where that money's coming from so i like that how old a guy is he i'd have to guess right around 50 oh yeah i would think i think everyone older than me is right around 50 and everyone younger than me is 28 well that's a good uh good little gig there he started it on his own he was with espn and then uh uh he after several tweets, was forced to uh, go ahead and, and be on his own. After going after the big dude sitting <laughs> in the front row? I don't think that was the one. I mean, it was just one example. What do you say, the guy, uh, this, this Bulls fan doesn't shop at Abercrombie? <laughs> I no watched this, it. No way this fat ass is getting into A&F. I watched it. Could get This guy doesn't smell like woods. What? A smells like a cafeteria. I love that they had a different cologne than woods. If you haven't yet, we're talking about White Hot, the uh, the Abercrombie, the, the rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. White Hot. White Hot. The rise and fall. <laughs> so dramatic. It really is. It really, but it was kind of dramatic. I mean, and it, it like it, every thought I had about the company was validated yeah. on, this, uh, on this documentary. I mean- they suck. I mean, they were entirely doing all of those things that everyone thought they were, right? Well, you talk about Brimley Effect. I actually got a email this week. I'm doing a gig for Abercrombie. Come on. For their annual meeting. Come on. Yes. No. Yeah, and I can't wear a shirt. <laughs> they said I can't. They're going to have music playing. They're gonna, it's it's going to be super dark. It's going to be great, man. I actually, I was hoping during the documentary they'd show some of the boardroom meetings and you just see a bunch of really ripped people with no shirts on but ties, like arguing about the stuff, being like, we need hotter people working here. They should have Kreischer. Hire <laughs> Bert. Be their guy. 
He used to work out front, I think. Did he really? He, he dresses <laughs> like it. He dresses was, like he works at Abercrombie. I did tell you, a friend of mine, a guy I used to work with, worked there. He was the out front guy. Just stood there with no shirt on, bringing people in. Yeah, you and love like, this with guy. great benefits? Is that, is that how you guys met? No, he, no, he worked with me afterwards. <laughs> just went up to him. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Not at all. Do you work here? <laughs> I was like, were there- Are look, you cold? <laughs> God, I'd love to get a joke out one day on this podcast. I was like, do you, do you, I was like, do you get any good benefits for working there? And he's like, our wardrobes are half off. <laughs> all right. Sorry. That's God. all I wanted You're to trying do. to wedge that one in? Yeah. <laughs> it's much easier wedged in than after you go through that diatribe. Dude, I was thinking about being at the mall though the other day, cause um, Sarah and I did a thing for Mother Macaulay uh -huh. at where she went to school. Sure. It's like big paddle rays trying to. They had all these nuns there. Um, they had three tables of nuns. Okay. And they're like, do you want us to point them out? I'm like, I think I'll spot them. I think I can find them. <laughs> I know who they are. So they gave, they gave up their paddles from, uh -huh. from years ago okay, uh, that they used to beat children with. And then <laughs> we raised them to- Earn some money for the school. Shake the trees. I love it. How'd it go? It was good. But they were talking about how like the next day or I think it was the next day or that weekend was, was their prom. Yeah. And you know, when you think, Oh boy, my prom, I'm, I'm thinking mall big time. Yeah. Cause you got to go to get measured for the, the tux. And did you guys have a big prom in, uh, in public high schools? We absolutely did. It was a very big deal. And it was, uh, it was like the culmination of every high school movie. You're like, this is it. This is our, your chance. This is everything, right? Yeah. Chance at what? Big, what do you think, Patrick? <laughs> it's like every, it was every high school movie. You're like, we get to do something overnight afterwards. This is going to be good. Tell us your prom experience. Where I did you go? Few. What'd you do? We did a, um, I went junior and senior year. And I feel like I went junior year with the girl. You're who so cool. You are white went hot. to a different school. So I think I went to three total. You went to three yeah, proms? I did. I went junior, senior, and then uh, junior year I went with- And then to the clinic? <laughs> over the course of two years. Thank you for asking. Uh, but yeah, I did. And we, like one of them, we did like a, uh, we did like a, uh, we went to the dunes, you know, and like had like a after party at someone's house and I went to the dunes overnight. Like it was, it was the first co-ed. It really it becomes cool. a thing. Like, yeah. People are like planning like after, right? Yeah. They don't even care about. The prom itself? Yeah. No, that is. They're like the pictures are at, we're meeting at my place mm -hmm. for pictures at four. And then we're going away for the weekend. Then we'll be gone till Sunday. Yeah. Why so go to we? like a cottage. I go to. Yeah. Get away somewhere. Do something. Why do we care what everyone like? It's weird. Like it's not like teenagers normally dress like that. Right. Like you want to see these teenagers dress like this one time. Like every because every parent was there. Did you guys do that too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They go for the. All of them show up for the photos and, and it's like the biggest deal in the world. And then it's like, at least we get to give them back, right? We're like, all right, next morning, someone's mom's got to drive all these back to the men's warehouse. The best pictures are the one that like, get one, come on, get one with your- Come on. Get with your son. Come on. And then it's like your mom in sweatpants <laughs> and you in a tux. Like this, where are you ever going to put this? Exactly. Exactly. Here's, this, here's dad mm -hmm. in shorts and his daughter is, you know. In a ball gown. In a ball gown. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's exactly. going to be, put that on the fridge. Mm -hmm. Where are you guys? Oh, some other kids front lawn. I don't really yeah. know them very well. Hey dad, put the lawnmower down. <laughs> Come on over here. Don't touch her because you're dripping in sweat and disgusting. <laughs> and this is the best she's ever looked in her life. Come on. She's wearing green. You're covered in grass. This is perfect. It's a good match. Yeah, the uh, my parents were gone for my prom weekend. Really, my sister was graduating. Okay, from Dayton. Uh huh. And so, like, everyone went to Dayton, and I was like, later. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, we had a. Um, where did we go? We went to the. We went downtown to uh -huh. Hilton. You ever see the Fugitive? Yes. The big brawl. Yes. The fight. Yes. That's where our prom was. Really? Yeah. Holy right shit! Right there downtown. The, the Chicago Hilton wow. and Towers. Wow, that's in a lot better. of movies. Yeah, it's depicted in uh, that's where they had the uh, the big uh, convention battle out front. I don't remember where ours was, and I f and someone's gonna correct me, and I'll know next week. But I feel like it was like a local hotel or something. We definitely didn't go to the city. Yours was at that. a uh, like a a motel. Like <laughs> it was the that's where we, we went after. A, that's where they went after the we're prom. At a days in, we had a continental breakfast. They opened it up a couple hours early. No, we uh, we were like a local, like a local hotel ballroom, but nothing in the city. Someone will correct me. Someone tell me where we were. Dude, was that an experience though? Of like the high schools that would do, they'd have hotel parties. Do you remember those? Like, no, the high school one. Not the high school, but like kids in high school oh, would yeah. get a room at like 
deluxe hotel off of uh, 294 or oh, something, yeah. you know. And there'd be like 50 kids in a oh, hotel God. room. We did that. And then they get busted. Like, how do what? Who told? <laughs> Who told on us? We were just quietly playing very loud music in this hotel room with 50 people in here. How'd the cops show up? <laughs> yeah, the um, we went out on the lake. I remember they were like building Navy Pier at that time. This is 94. We went out like on the Odyssey and went on the, I mean, it was a big deal. That is. A You're big dropping deal. a lot of dough. I feel like we did the Odyssey one year too. Yeah, for sure. A lot of dough. Your parents are dropping a lot of dough. And it all starts at Genghis. <laughs> is that where you guys were? I mean, that's where yeah, we got. I think we did have a Genghis formal wear. Yeah, we went to Genghis or, you know, then get measured up. Go get the boutonniere, the corsage. What, what would you get? You get flowers, right? You do. You get uh, a wrist corsage was my move. I remember, I also remember uh, my date's mom was the one who that checked you took? The, the limo for booze. She thought I was important before we left to make sure no booze were in there. And I remember my date being very embarrassed. And I was like, there's no booze in there. Why are you embarrassed? We should be embarrassed, but I ain't think it's that we're not cool. And there's no booze in that limo. <laughs> like your mom checked and was right. She's fine. Well, I hope everybody had a great prom. Aw. Right? Yeah. I hope everyone had a great prom. Absolutely. And then we have Mother's Day too. Coming right into Jeez. it. Unbelievable, May. One thing after the other. Unbelievable. I learned this about Mother's Day. Uh, it is the day that the most phone calls are made in the U.S. every single year. That makes sense, I it guess. It does, right? Yeah. Everyone calls their mom on Mother's Day, right? We called them on the podcast last year. You know what? We wanted to have them again this year. They both said no. Unbelievable. They're doing other shows. They're very busy now. They've become very popular after last year's podcasts. So we were unable to get them. I tried. Incredible. But yeah, the, uh, the, the Mother's Day plans, do you have big plans? Are you going to do any... We're going to do dinner. We haven't solidified what yet. I, uh, uh, today is also a big day to call your mom, I understand, and ask her what she wants to do for Mother's Day. So I think that's part of today's plan. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to do that. What about you guys? Um, we're going to be out of town. Oh, yeah? We're going. I'm going to be with Sebastian in Orlando. Ooh. And I'm bringing the fam. The whole fam. The whole family. That's great. Yeah, we're going to check out some Disney and... Uh, kids don't even know yet, so what? it's going to be fun. Yeah. Can we talk about this? We'll talk about it next week. Patrick, it's very exciting. I love it. I love that you guys are bringing them there. I love they don't know it yet. I think you got to think about how you do the reveal, though. I think uh, I think it should be like, I mean, you're going to wake them up. Do you scare them? Do you, uh, do, you, do you just throw them in a plane? Like, what is the, like, there's got to be a move here. I can't wait to hear all about it next week. Maybe I'll dress up and like. Dress up like a mouse and just wake them up one by one. No, I was saying like, what are we just like? Grabbed him out of the, the street. But like as Disney characters. <laughs> Just ruined the whole experience. And then Goofy woke me up. And then and they threw me in a bag and we were on an airplane. And now I'm on the happiest place on earth. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Oh, I'm excited for you. Yeah, so we got that coming up. Uh, oh, I wanted to say this. Last week, I got to give a shout out to uh, this restaurant and uh, a Maris graduate. Joe Flam. Ooh. This guy won Top Chef. Come on. Look at this guy winning Top Chef. That's a big win. He's uh, killing it in the culinary world. Does he know our buddy from The Bachelor? He knows everybody. He and he's uh, got this restaurant called Rosemary. Okay, I'm looking it up as we talk. It's Tell in the West Loop. It. All right. It's tough to get into. It's tough to park over there, Jim. Really? Not a lot of you. Mean, you sound like an old person when you start bitching about parking. <laughs> but dumb. it is uh, not easy to park over I there. I don't know why we go out. We can never park anywhere. It takes so long. But it's like an Italian and Croatian blend, uh, which you wouldn't really think about together. But they're neighbors. Turns yeah. out. Turns out they live right by each other. <laughs> they're very close. And uh, they're, they must be swapping recipes. This guy is killing it. The, the restaurant, like I said, it's, it's, it's a tough spot place to even get in. He's imagine. killing it. Yeah. Uh, great dude. Uh, young guy. Got a family out there on the South side. And uh, yeah, we had a good time. Sarah and I went in there and dude, when we we're paying our bill, uh -huh. talk about Brimley effect. Remember that song I dropped on here, that Paramore yeah, ain't yeah. it fun. That song came on, came on at the restaurant. Come on. Unbelievable. And then the next morning I'm flying out and I, I got an exit row. This is too much. I got put in an exit row. This is too much. I haven't had an exit row for so long. Unreal. Mike, oh my gosh. Unreal. We are rewriting history. I like that. We're that's, really doing that's it. That's great. So what did you get at uh, at, at Rosemary? Um, I just got cheese sticks. Okay, good. And, good. Um, Croatian Italian cheese sticks? Yeah, I got cheese sticks. Fresh mozzarella? Nachos. Uh-huh. 
No, I got, um, they do like small, a lot of people are on into the small plate. Small now, plates. I right? like that move. It's not tapas. It's not. It's close. Smaller plates, which sure. I like. I like to share. I like to, well, it's not even like the sharing as much as I enjoy trying everything. Man, that's it. Right? That's it. But then there is a lot of that. Go ahead, have that. Come on, try it. Just try it. Have no, the last try one. Try it. Are you going to have this one? Man. You, you should have it. Man. And then I eat it. <laughs> but that is how you should eat, right? I think so. That's the downside of, of small plates though, right? Is like with two people, it's perfect. Because you can vary. But when there's like four of you and they're like, oh, there's three of those two in order. Just kept like, well, Brian, you know, you're out. Right. right. Like you got to pick somebody. It's like, you don't get shrimp today. Don't you feel like they should adjust to like, hey, put five pieces of shrimp on there or put six or put like, they should just, hey, they're two bucks a piece. Right. Right. Now you, each of you wants one, have four. Brian wants two, you get five. You're right. It does change when there's more than two people. Yeah. But for two, it's, it's pretty Perfect. ideal. Absolutely. So we had like uh, Brussels sprouts, salad, um, ribs. They have like, like and, and I say ribs sure. it's with his stank on it, like sure. total different deal. Yeah. Told him he, he came over. I like, dude, this is better than Carson's. That's incredible. This is, which I don't think he was going for. I don't think he's competing <laughs> with them. Dude, this is better than Chili's. Dude, I, I you should get your own song. I had lunch at Panera today <laughs> and you are blowing them away. How is there only one? You only have one and they have like a thousand. This is better. <laughs> Chef Boyardee has nothing on you. This is better than Arby's. How, why are they everywhere? How come they're- You've got the beef. Yeah, we had, um, what else was in there? It's just like a great mix of, uh, we, there was a pasta in there, um, lobster. I love it. Lobster pasta. I love there was it. a uh, mushroom risotto. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Uh, just great stuff. Yeah. Everything was amazing. Good. I love Very it. tasty. Yeah. And it's called Rosemary and it's in the West Loop. It's called Rosemary. I love it. I'll and it um, apparently that is a, was that, is that an herb or a spice? Would you say that a plant, a uh, herb? I think it's an herb. A herb? A herb. I think it's a herb and seasoning. And it is uh, also the names. So Rosemary is, but then the names Rosemary are his uh, grandmas. Oh, that's beautiful. So he named them after, uh, he named the restaurant after his two grandmas. That's very beautiful. What would the restaurant be if it was named after your grandmas? It would be uh, uh, Virginia Francis's. Oh, that's a great name. Right? My yeah. grandma, my grandmas went by uh, Ginny for Virginia and, and Francis went by Mickey. Of course. You want to you wanna th go throw back to the mouse. Yeah. Grandma Flanagan was, uh, she was Francis Flanagan, but, but she went by Mickey for whatever reason. Probably to let everyone know she was a woman. <laughs> I think that, well, I think Francis is. Uh, also could go fair. either way. It could be fair, but ES, I think people know with the spelling, right? Is that a lady spelling? Francis, we're going to clear this up. So we're going to call you Doug also. <laughs> what? That's not it. <laughs> Can't just do that. There are a lot of like odd nicknames back then. There really were. I mean, my grandma was Margaret. Uh huh. So, and then I had Mary. So, sure. Then Mary and Margaret. Okay. Um, Margaret, another one though. A lot of people who are Margaret go Peggy. Yeah, she she did go Peggy. Really? Which is different, right? Yeah. How do you pull that out of there? No idea. And then there's uh, I had a I had an aunt. I think her name was Mary Sarah, Sarah at least. Okay. And then they uh, they called her Sal, because I guess she <laughs> she, she was, was a, a practical joker. She was a bookie. <laughs> they wanted her to. Sound like she had money on the street. <laughs> she was a bookie. She was the only girl. Sales too. coming after you. She was the only girl. That's unbelievable. No, no, there was another. There was a peg too. But it means like, why is she Sal? That's great. I love it. She kind of had a mustache too, to be honest with you. Sal. Yeah, <laughs> that might be why she's Sal. What's up, Sal? The Irish Catholic love to do that that both first names together thing, and that's a very Southern thing too. I noticed they do it a ton, also, right? Like. Uh, like uh, Mary Sarah, you said was her name. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Jean Ann. I know, uh, you know, they, they like to do that double first name thing. Yeah. I think they're trying to honor a lot of people. So they got to like jam everyone in, you know, and then they have to um, get the saints involved. If there's no saint involved with the first name, there's got to be one in the middle at least. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot. And it'll be like, uh, uh, hey, this is Jean Ann. She's named after Jean and Ann and that's Jean and that's Ann. Like you, like you see the lineage. Uh, it's very interesting. And not a lot of creativity. A lot of the same names over and over. I think that's where it comes from, right? Just using the same ones. Oh, of course. And, yeah, absolutely. 
the hits keep on coming this week. It's Derby Day on Sunday as well. Are you a uh, are you a big Derby guy? We need two calendars. Well, that's for unbelievable, really. I got to switch hats. I got to take off my sombrero and put on a Derby hat in the same week. That seems a little excessive. Are you excited for the Derby? Are you in a, uh, what you, what's another name for horse racing? Uh, playing the ponies. Playing the ponies. I think horse racing is the, the big one though. It's the first leg of the triple crown. But equestrian is when they like jump over things I and they do. Right. But is it, but is it quest? Is, is that a root of any of these? That's a good question that I but don't But it's not the like the to. real, like, uh. I feel like they don't just use that correct for horse racing. Correct. So you're going to, are you going to gamble on the. Yeah, I will. And the I ponies? Too yet, but I will. Absolutely. It's a big day in the family, in the Flanagan family. My Uncle Pat used to, uh, it was the biggest day of his year, you know, so uh, still something we all watch and uh, and celebrate. And uh, yeah, I love I love the Derby. I've never been. I have a lot of family members who have been to the Derby and you never come back the same. That's <laughs> what I understand. You are just, it is a shit show. You're just, a, have you been? No, but there was a time in my life. Oh man. When I wanted to go. That was me. And now I'm not even Ooh. sure I want to go. I was always like, I'm like, I can't go. Cause I would have too much fun. You never went. I never went because I never thought I would have been seen again. <laughs> like when I was partying hard, like we lost Jim in the third race. Where'd he go? We have no idea. We haven't seen him in a week. Like I might just, you know, I might just end up working at a stable out there. I have no idea what could happen to me if I went to the Derby. No way. I couldn't do it. They'll kill a horse if he breaks a leg. <laughs> what do you think they'll do to Jim if he falls? Yeah, that would be, uh, I heard the infield, like you can't even see the race. That's it. It's, it's just, uh, just a mess. And I may have talked about this briefly before, but like I have family and friends who have gone and, you know, or, or you're not allowed to bring alcohol in there at all, but you do. You just come up with really creative ways. Like I knew people who would like empty out a Pringles can, toss a few cans in there, like hot glue the seal back on it. <laughs> Cause they go through your bags when you get there. Really? People like drill holes in the top of uh, Gatorade bottles, empty them out, put booze in there, stick the jewel sticker back on top. Cause they check to make sure nothing's been opened. I mean, people go through extreme lengths to sneak stuff in there, which is I think part of the experience. That's like the fun. Picturing you guys in the back of the limo on prom. <laughs> Just Pringle cans, Gatorades. Like, we're good. <laughs> Sweep the limo again. Go ahead. You got people muling booze into the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I would, um, I'm not even into like the mint julep. Yeah. I don't like uh, bourbon, Kentucky bourbon. I don't like the the dark. Um, I can enjoy the history of it, sure. right? And I like watching the, but dude, sometimes you turn that on. It's like the derby's, it's like, like the coverage starts at noon. And it's like, where's the race? Man, five o'clock. And it's a two minute deal. Fastest two minutes in sports. The wildest two minutes in all of sports or something like that. But anyway, now these are two year old horses, right? These are all fillies. Don't they all have to be like a certain age? There's correct. I believe it is fillies. I believe you're correct about that. But they do have to be within a certain age. And what is a filly? A filly is a horse that's two years old. I think. Male or female. Let's find out right now. <laughs> Just Googled it and it comes up as Philadelphia. That's the answer to what a Philly is. So this is certainly not helping us in the least. Philly meaning horse. Ah, that's why it's with an F. It's a female horse that is too young to be called a mare. Uh, so it's like a Miz, I would say. It's, uh, in most cases, it's a female horse under four years old. Uh, some nations like the UK and the US, they set the cutoff for Phillies as five. They're all female. So there you go. They're all female. All fillies are female. I don't think it's just the fillies that run though. A filly is a female horse <laughs> under five. I hate you so much. Um, I don't think it's, it can't just be them who run though. Cause you're right. It is. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Did you think I was Michael Winslow when I, I just did that? I did. Okay. So we have confirmation. It can be uh, male or female in the race. So it's not just fillies. Well, a lot of these horses are gender fluid anyway. I don't think we know that for sure. And why does it always have to be a horse? Why can't you oh, put a, uh, a greyhound in there? I don't think. This year. It's ridiculous. Breaking the animal barrier in oh. the derby. We have a gazelle ridden by a man from, is it, is all the jockeys are men too, right? Are there women jockeys ever? Uh, there are female jockeys. There absolutely. Are? Yeah. I don't know how many of them have ever like raced in or won the Derby or anything, but there definitely are female jockeys. Um, but yeah, they're normally small, shorter men or, or, or women. Um, it is a funny to me, like it would seem to be a pure sport, right? But it is like tons of cheating and tons of like, 
just shady shit going on in the world of horse racing. Like any sport, but it's different because it's it's like humans doing it to an animal. You know what I mean? Like the animals themselves aren't like, well, yeah, I bought steroids off this guy. Like it's the owner like giving them shots and stuff, right? I never understood too as a kid. I was always like, oh man, that is awesome. <laughs> Look at how fast the horse is and that guy, that guy's on top of the horse and they won. And then they'd always show some dude in the stands, <laughs> I in did a it. suit. I did like, it. Yes, I'm the best. Like, what did that guy do? He just had the money, right? But it's such like a boss hog, like an evil villain with like his big Kentucky yes. suit. It's like, I spent all my chicken money on these horses and <laughs> now I rule the world. Yeah, it's very much like that. I do agree. Gather everyone around. I found a little man to ride my fast <laughs> animal. I have put a number on him. He will surely be the best. We'll put, we'll adorn him with flowers at the end. Time it. <laughs> Bring me his goggles. All right. When I look at the- like It is ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. But Isn't it's it? Fun. It's so fun though. And how do they get those guys to run so fast? Ah, that's- The horses. They, yeah, okay. They, they hit them with a crop. Oh, they do. They beat them, huh? I don't know if they beat <laughs> them. They encourage them. They Come on. Keep going. <laughs> faster. Please. Um, all right. I'm going to do a box trifecta squared cube. Do you know what those things mean? I used to. Mm -hmm. So the uh, trifecta is first, second, first, third. second, third, but boxed is they can finish in any order, any combination. And then you can do, what else can you bet? All of the, you can do a superfecta, which is the top four horses. And you can box any of those. You can do like first, second, or third, first and second, first through third, first through fourth. You can box them. You can do, I mean, I know people do crazy shit. They'd be like, I, the one's going to win, and then any other horse is going to take second. You know what I mean? Like weird stuff like that. Like they'll bet certain things in order and then just throw like seven numbers out there. And your $1 bet becomes like $342 because of all the combinations very quickly. They don't mention that stuff right away. You know, you just, you place it and then they tell you a number and you're like, I can't do that. Have you been to uh, Arlington? I have. We used to go every year. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. beautiful it's there. The most fun. I love it there. I love it there, but I'm a novice. And when I get to the window, I always do something wrong. And they're always staring at you like you shouldn't be here. Now the races in the triple crown are different services, right? For the, sure. Uh, like one of the Belmont is grass or yes. Kentucky Derby is yes. one's tile on floor. Clay. Correct. It's very much this one's is, in a racquetball court. One's on linoleum. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When the, <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the, the fourth one's underwater, which is <laughs> tough to win. <laughs> That would be the best. We're having another. This one is going to be on a trampoline surface. <laughs> what? Yes. This year's Belmont in zero gravity. Let's go to the iFly and do indoor. We went to uh, the dog track in Daytona. I love that. I remember going to that and they uh, they had the dogs that would go after the bunny. Mm -hmm. They're like, here comes the bunny. And it. <laughs> it's just gone. Just gone. And then they're just, but there's no one on them. Correct. Which is different. get Ralphie in that. Put a <laughs> put a tennis ball on the butt. Here comes a tennis ball. So I have friends who have rescued greyhounds. From, you know, like just you know, gotten them as pets, adopted them, really. You know, and um, but you can't. You have friends that do the most random shit. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? But you, uh, everything that comes up. I know a guy. <laughs> he used to work at Abercrombie. He never wore a shirt, and then he owned greyhounds. But like, it's a very strict process. You, you know, obviously like uh, adopting a dog is always a big process, but they're, they want to check like the height of your fence. They want to check what's around you because if these dogs see a bunny, they're gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, cause they're trained for that. Right. So people lose them all of the time. It's kind of crazy just to go from that to being assimilated back into the normal world. And then you just see a bunny every now and again, that's got to take a while to get that out of your mind. Right. Dude, and they get after just walking it. walking down the street, and you're just like, what the hell? Just gone. You ever see when the animals are going nuts, like in the pen, when they're holding? Yeah. They're waiting to go? Yeah. It's a, it's a, they, they, they get out there. They get after it. Absolutely. Uh, I want to take a moment and give a big thank you to everyone who came out to Zany's on Friday night. Uh, what a time that was. Uh, two shows at Zany's in Chicago sold them out. Uh, second one maybe had a few tickets, but I'm going to call them both sellouts. Dude, it was, that uh, is great. What a fun night. I want to thank everyone who was there. Uh, I want to give a special shout out. The NAS crew showed up. Uh, the NAS is up, dude. His brother and sister and some friends. Uh, They're great brims. Unbelievable. Of the uh, NAS fam. They were all there? Uh, yeah, yeah. They came out. Mike couldn't be there. He was in Austin. And I was like, that dude's always just randomly in a different <laughs> city. 
I was just, I, I told the Connor I've been to story. Austin with Mike. I believe that. He, invent, he invented he inv me. He invented Austin. <laughs> he introduced me to the bats that come really? under the bridge. Oh my God. You ever see that in Austin? No. At dusk, like every night, under this bridge over that river there. I think it's okay. the Colorado River. They have bats. Holy shit. That come out from under the bridge. And this. And then you guys stood there as Ozzy Osbourne caught one. <laughs> bit its head off. And here we are. Praying for him. <laughs> one of our favorite Ozzy's is fallen ill. That is incredible. I didn't realize they had bats under a bridge. Well, that's great, man. How were the shows? Shows were great. Shows were really fun. I had a blast. Uh, first show was incredible. Second show, man, you ever have one of those nights where you just, you're like, did I do that joke twice? And you just throw yourself completely off? Oh, yeah, for I, sure. Like, I forget about that, particularly with three show nights. This was two, but it's like the 7, 9, 11, 15, that was always the worst. You're like, did I do that joke twice or three times? Yeah, it's like, it just gets, you know, you when get, you do that, what do you do? You just come out of material and start. I just went a totally different gear. Like I went to totally different, st I, I did a bit out of order and then it was like, well, I can't do this. You know what I mean? So you just, you just go a different route entirely. You just kind of switch it up. What do you do? You know, you asked this earlier. Did I really? No. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> He's doing the thing to me. Um, yeah, I, I think I get paranoid in my head and I could tell by the reaction. Yeah. And really, it's usually never happens. But I think I have done it once, maybe twice. I thought I was but getting it's been the a reaction. long time. That's that's fit. you bring that up. I thought I was getting that reaction, and I was like, "Is and that what they're what talking about?" It. And you start getting in your head about it, right? And then you're like, "Oh, they're talking about something totally different." But now I'm gone. You know what I mean? It's so funny. When you say that, I picture myself being on that stage that you were on. It's yeah. always that zany's yeah. downtown. That little diorama. Usually, usually Saturday. Yeah. Diorama. That's what it feels like <laughs> when you're up there, doesn't it? It feels like you're in a live action diorama. It does. It's a great little stage. It I looks like it. it from above, too. It really does. Good call. I love that. That's great. So it's um, great. I want to thank everyone who came out. Uh, so many brims were there. It was so great to see everybody. These um, are specific brims. These are gym brims. These are gym brims. <laughs> these are the gym -lies. Um, And then I did Don't Tell Comedy on Saturday. Are you familiar? Are you allowed to talk about it? I can talk about it now. You I did. Uh, oh, I've heard a lot of great things about this. And they're, they're killing it on socials. They really are doing a fantastic job. Don't Tell Comedy was at a gallery in, uh, in Lincoln Park. It was beautiful. It was in that new city, they call it. You seen this little area? Oh yeah, that's where nice. They annex themselves from the rest of Chicago. Apparently, I love the name New City. Um, so it was really fun. We were in a little art gallery up there doing a show, and it was a blast. So thanks to everyone who came out there as well. It was a good time. Did you buy anything at the art gallery? I did not. It no. Was, oh, that's odd. Most was, people that go into these galleries, I see walking out with stuff all the time. It was just comedy. There was no art on the walls. I love too when you go to a restaurant and they're selling the. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> that's my favorite thing to look at. And you're like, this guy. Is he any galleries anywhere? No, just Perkins. Okay. Hey, can we do, uh, we're going to do the um, Southwest chicken rolls and that oil painting. <laughs> for the table. Right there. The oil painting for the table. We'll take the painting to go, please. <laughs> Could you split that up between the two of us? Could you just put it in a couple boxes? If you don't mind, we're going to start with that sculpture right there. <laughs> if you could bring that over to the table <laughs> and then we're going to take a look here. No, it's... Um, it's, it's, what is that setup then? It's a, a relationship with the artists and then they get to decorate yeah, your restaurant. I think so. Which is very cool. And they get to make some money out of it. Like it's awesome for the artists, not making fun of that, but it is just a weird thing to be at a restaurant and see that as well. How was the gallery? What was on display? Nothing. No, it was, uh, it was comedy was on display and, uh, they got a lot of it. It was a good time. It was a really good show. So thanks to everyone who came out there as well. Good dude. Um, that's great. You're, I know you've been hustling Putting it all together. Um, are you doing any traveling coming up? Or I am, Patrick. I'm going to be with you next week in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm very dude. excited for that. Yes, May 12th to 15th. We're going. I am. Get a babysitter. Get Mr. Belvedere. Steel City, baby. He'll watch the kids. I saw Richard Jenny at the Pittsburgh Improv many years ago. I did a road trip with some friends. So did you really? It's my second time there. It'll be my first time ever performing there. I was there once before. Uh, Vince Carone, Jessica Richardson, and I went and saw, uh, we saw David Spade in Ohio the night before in Youngstown and then drove over to uh, the Pittsburgh Improv and saw Richard Jenny. Hey, so. you know what? I was just there with Sebastian. We did um, that arena there and I was love in Pittsburgh. I think I said it on here. It's just great, man. I, I had a good time there. Um, and I got to be careful about how bullish I am on these cities because my parents, are, I think, are planning a trip to Cleveland right now based on <laughs> what we talked about here. <laughs> They're going to go out for a weekend. So 
they want a list of the places that we love there. Oh boy. But I stand by that. I do too. Cleveland is a great trip. But we should be careful. Pittsburgh as well. Yeah. I want you to know when we do compliment cities on here, it is with thought. It, it is. is with purpose. It is. Pittsburgh is legit, dude. It for sure is. Great stuff going on there. Um, great restaurants. Good. Uh, it's beautiful, too. It's really like um, more scenic than you would picture. It's yeah. hilly. And they have beautiful bridges. The baseball stadium, for one, um, which we're going to go to on Sunday, Jim. They have a really? day game. I looked. They got a day yes. game on Sunday. We got a Sunday night show. All sorts of in. So let, we got to count on that. I was talking to a buddy of mine in Pittsburgh. The Pens might be in the playoffs still at that point, hopefully. So that could be a fun little... Uh, do you know who owns the Penguins? I do not. Yes, you do. Joe Flam. Who do you know when you think hockey and Pittsburgh? Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. Super Mario, really? He, he owns, owns the it. team? With his brother. Wow. Luigi Lemieux. Oh, my God. I was going to guess Cloud Lemieux, but <laughs> also not correct. No, he's um, supposedly, like, done such great stuff for that city. They have a lot of, like, new stuff going on, yeah. too. Medical things, engineering. Pittsburgh is it. It's an awesome city. I can't wait. We're going to spend some time out there. I'm very much looking forward to that. I need to get out, man. I've been, uh, I've been living the unemployed life for two weeks now. That's fun. Cleaned out an old storage unit. Jim, you're not unemployed. I'm not, but I don't have the day job life. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff I haven't done. You're just different now. No, but like it, I don't have that nine to five. Like now I can do the the projects. It's you like have wings. It was like my spring cleaning week. Have you ever you ever done one of those? I cleaned out a storage unit. Have you ever had a storage unit? Oh yeah, I've had a storage unit. That's the worst idea on the planet. What isn't did you it? have in your unit? It was an old girlfriend and I had like we're just gonna put the stuff over here, and then we're just gonna just for a little while. And then all of a sudden, I think it's a lot like... You didn't go through this with your last girlfriend? Uh, we did not. No. I, 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 Do you want to go to my storage unit <laughs> I used to have with my old girlfriend? Okay. This isn't something we... I think storage units are did a you, lot like sending a bad kid to boarding school. You're like, we're going to do this. It's better for everybody. And after a while, you're like, we're just going to keep sending a check every month and no one talks about it ever again. This is just our life now. This, and then today it was like, let's, let's come to roost. So I had to go in there, which is a lot of work. First of all, the, the, um, the security is amazing. Can we talk? It's, I was like, why do I put the shit I don't want in here? Uh, my good stuff should be in here. This is way better than where I live. There's like a lock and a, a code to get in. Yeah, some of them are nice. You're like, I could, this could be a great fort. This is where I want to, this is my new office. Be just <laughs> open that garage door up. The best. Stop here. If anything bad happens, that's where I want to be. Did you, um, like throw stuff out or I did. And then like, you have to clean out everything. Did you cry at all? Did I you did not. have a moment you're going through? I cried. The way the, things. I, I cried about the amount of money wasted on storing see, this, this is garbage content. for. This is content. You it have is. someone there filming you. You play memories by Babs <laughs> and you weep as you look at pictures I of couldn't. what life might've been. No. You and the girl and, and the hedgehog. There was none of that. <laughs> There was, was none he, of that. Was he in the storage Steve unit? Steve was still in the storage unit, just spinning away. He's like, do you mind? I like it dark in here. No, Steve is no longer with us. Do you find anything that you're Don't like, do yeah. that. Don't make mom think about Steve on Mother's Day week. Oh. Uh, this is. Steve is no longer with us. The storage unit is now clear. No, there was really no introspection. There was more of like, really? You left all your stuff in here? Like, it was more of that anger, you know? Was there anything that you were excited to find? Not really. There was until I, like, I, I, there was a ton of, like, old DVDs and stuff. And I'm like, oh, great. I can at least take these to disc replay and get a few bucks. They disagreed. They were just like. <laughs> Is that still open? unbelievable. 60 DVDs. And they're like, 397. Come on. And I was like, you're going to you give serious? me 397. They're like, actually, we're out of pennies. So we're going to give you 395. And you can keep season one of The Simpsons. It was like very. <laughs> I tried talking about this in Sadie's. It did not work, but it's, it was a very hurtful thing that happened to me on Thursday. Uh, you have a knack for squeezing value. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Out of. But no, because it, it was a thing that's just been like sitting there and it's been one of those obstacles that I never wanted to deal with. And there's no value. I've been dropping like 80 bucks a month on the store. You know what I mean? For no so reason. So that, that in itself you found. I know. You found $80 a month. That's the key. That's what this is. That's what this, it's all gone now. But they're like, you have to clean everything out. And I'm like, why? Why don't You're we like, that's what I'm doing now. I'm quitting everything. <laughs> I quit my job and now I'm quitting you. Where's my stuff? I'm here for my stuff. <laughs> I was like, why don't we just leave the gates open one day a month? You know what I mean? And if you don't want your stuff, just let people come in. There should be a purge monthly. That'd be great if they knew you when they came in. They'd just been going through your oh, albums. <laughs> oh, hey, Jim. What's up? Where's Lori? <laughs> she parking? 
No, <laughs> I'm here by myself. <laughs> what? But it's all your stuff in there together. I know. <laughs> and it's not like, uh, let me make this clear. There's zero longing. It's just like I'm, I, I don't deal with stuff. So I just leave it there. You know what I mean? What is that? Because I get that too. Oh, you get like paralyzed by the thought of having to do something. If I don't know how to like complete something, I'm just like, oh boy, better not think about that ever again. But instead of like figuring, instead of like going right through exactly. it. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do more of. And when you go right through it, you, just, you feel good, you right? You do. You just punch right through that box of DVDs. Yeah. And they're like three ninety five, And you're like, thank you. <laughs> you're like, what was I, why would I, didn't I turn this $80 into $3.50 <laughs> earlier? It's unbelievable. It's such a, like, if you have a storage unit, get rid of it if you don't need the stuff. That's my public service message here. That's how I want to help the brims. Do you ever watch Storage Wars? I did for a little bit. I did. And I was kind of, I always wanted that to happen to me. I was like, if I could just not pay it and then someone else buys it and they find out this is bullshit, awesome. <laughs> Let's ruin someone else's day with this garbage. So if someone did open your storage unit Man. on that show, would yeah. they be excited? What would they, would they be like, what the, what is this? In the beginning, they'd be like, this is going to be awesome. And then they'd get in there and you know what they'd find? They would find remnants from every hobby I started and never finished. <laughs> like they'd be like, all right, a guitar stand. All right. There's probably going to be a guitar in here. Nope. You know, and then they're going to be like, you know, they'll be like, all right, there's like a, there's grilling equipment. There's probably a grill back there. Mm -mm. Like everything that I've started at some point, there was some remnant in there of it. So they, they, it was a timeline, like, you know, a kickstand. There's got to be a bicycle back there somewhere. Uh -uh. That's what you got. Oh man, that would have been great to film that and then say, oh, this is from when I, yeah. you know, I was going to get into croquet and then I, <laughs> you know, couldn't write, find a, a mallet. <laughs> Decided badminton was a better option. I think that, uh, yeah, there's definitely some of that though. You look through all of your bad decisions and you're like, I've done a lifetime of bullshit. I've done so much. There's like paint in there. From like when Lori was painting at one point, there was like a, a bunch of blank canvases in there. There was ceiling fans. That's my big winner. We were going to do ceiling fans at one point. We never did. And I forgot all about them. There's just ceiling fans in boxes. Have you bought ceiling fans since? Yes. More appropriate ceiling fans. I think that was part of the issue. But now, now I'm trying to unload ceiling fans like a fucking grifter. Now that I don't have a full-time job. Now I'm, now I'm out here trying to, so if anyone needs a ceiling fan, hit me up. Real reasonable prices. Still in the box. It's unbelievable, Patrick. I need, I'm trying to simplify my life and these are all the ways to do it. 397, that's it? <laughs> you guys want to look at some ceiling fans? <laughs> I throw in the ceiling fan. Can we make it an even $5? How much was the face value of the ceiling fan? Like 80 bucks, 100 bucks. Right? But it was just like, I'll just keep them in there. Again, individually, none of it matters. But, it, you know, overall, you're like, well, it's worth hanging on to for another month until that another month becomes years. Dude, if you look around though, that's, Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm not Storage the only one. Units. For sure. Like that's, should open one. For sure. Storage units and vape shops. That's all we got. <laughs> that's it. Dude, I was, drove by one the other day. When I used to, I was showing my kids this. When I w used to walk to school and this sounds like an old story, like the 50s, 60s, mm -hmm. you know, oh, walking to school. But legit, we walked to school yeah. and it was almost a, almost a mile. It's a big walk. And during conditions, that sucks. But we went through this bowling alley parking lot. Oh yeah. But before that, there was this, uh, place that made burial vaults. Like when you're buried, uh -huh. they don't just put your casket in the ground, sure. right? Put they little, put it in that cement vault. vault. Uh-huh. And that's what they made there. Wilbert burial vaults. Okay. And they had the big door open and we'd be walking by and they had a garage door and th there was a button there <laughs> that we could hit. Come on. It was just, and then, so no one be looking and then someone would hit it and then <laughs> take off like, Oh, you hear the door. They'd yell at us. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, just the running. Awesome. Like, why don't we do that as adults anymore? Like we, do, we, just we don't can't run as well. Well, you can't. Well, I think it's because you sweat too. And yeah, you're like, sure. But the, the random running that kids do this triggered a memory in me. Like I saw these three kids walking and I knew who they were. So I knew two were about to peel off and I'm like, one of the kids is like around my son's age. Sure. And I'm like, is he going to walk home that last two blocks by himself? Right. Because you're kind of like our kids are getting yeah. to that age where they're trying to push. And you're like, do we let them do it? You know? Right. So the two kids peel off. And then the other kid, he just goes, all right, see you guys. 
and just, <laughs> just <laughs> they had been all walking, right? And then he just, just gone, took off. Just gone. And they like watched him. Like, like a greyhound who spotted a bunny. And they kept an eye on him. Unbelievable. But like, we don't do that But anymore. they did. They, they kept an eye on him. They waited for their buddy to get home and yeah. then they went on with their walk. Oh, well, that's nice. But you kind of forget that. Yeah. That, uh, you know, we used to do that, right? Yeah. Like, just like, oh man, I got to get going. Just, just, just. It's so true. Could you See imagine you later. Kids were like, <laughs> I, I can't play today, guys. My arms are going to smell weird for the rest of the day. I can't. I can't do kickball with you guys today. But that, what, that's As energy. Right. That's excitement. Certainly but energy. But like when, when my son is like, dude, yeah. or dad, you know, dad, can dude. I go down to Evans? <laughs> my son's like, dude, dude, can I go to Evans, dude? <laughs> dad, can I go down to Evans? I'm uh -huh. like, yeah, sure. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> and just runs. Gone. That's great. Gone. It really is. We don't have that anymore. I love it. Well, anyway, we had some uh, Brimley banter, Jim. I got a nice uh, couple notes. Hey, how about that nice note from your Uncle Pat? Man, Coach Flano uh, uh, said it was top three episodes last week. And he is a brim from the jump. Unbelievable. Children laughing, he said. He said his teenage son laughed, and you know it's good if a, if a teenager laughs out loud. So appreciate that. You never get that type of feedback from kids. Uh, Big him. thanks to Uncle Pat. You, yeah. We got to give him a little. He's the uncle of the podcast. He really is. He's Uncle Brim. He is. He's, he's Uncle Mo. He's our momentum now. Nice note from Jenny Rish. Jenny sent me a really nice email about uh, she saw that I was doing AGT. And, um, yeah. she said that she listens to the podcast and, um, and loves it. Man, I so can't wait to hear very that. nice to hear from her. They're coming out to the show in Crystal Lake, which I'm going to be, it. uh, you're going to be out there too. We do have some local shows going on. I should, uh, pub these too. Cause I just added a second show June 10th at Uptown Social. Those are going to be released any minute now, I think. In Michigan city? In Michigan city. Woo! Second show. Wow. June 11th, the, uh, row in Crystal Lake. Jimmy will be there as well. This semi-local. Yeah. So that's as close as we're going to get for a while. And then May 12th to 15th, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. That's a big one. Okay. Coming to Pittsburgh, home of Michael Keaton. <laughs> Is that what you think of? The last, the last Batman that I remember caring about. That's true. Not even the first Mike I would come up with from Pittsburgh. Was Ditka a Pittsburgh guy? Do I remember that? Or was he West Virginia? He's Pennsylvania for sure. Okay. Probably uh, Pittsburgh area, I believe. Seems yeah. like he's got that type of steel city hardened look. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. Pittsburgh has got a lot of, to hold on to. Really? You, know, you got Heinz. Yeah. Ketchup. Yeah. You got Mr. Rogers. You do. You got um, well, all the sports stuff. I mean, the Steelers were dominant for so long, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Steel, ironwork. That all was those the things team, the remnants of Steelers gear. When I was coming to uh, awareness, like early 80s, from that yeah. 70s dominance. Like that Mean Joe Green team and whatever. Was that who it was? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the Iron Curtain. And you know who the head coach was? Uh, 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 oh, gosh. Uh, uh, wow. What was his name? Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll. Yeah. What a pull. Very good. It took me a second. I wanted to go Tom Landry. It was Cowboys, was he not? Is there a K in Chuck Knoll? I would have said yes, but now I'm going to say there's, well, I would have thought two of them. Well, there you go. That's the trick right there. There's I one. Had a, I had a bet with my uh, buddy in college about okay. that $100 bet. There's one. There's there one K and Chuck, Chuck Noll, right? Yeah, because okay. the Noel is N-O-L-L. -L. Well, I, you know where he went to school. Where's that? Dayton. Damn it. Okay. I should have known that. That's fair. That's fair. Dayton it is. All right. Uh, well, hey, if anyone is near the Paris of Appalachia, they should come out and see us. That is another nickname for the city of Pittsburgh I learned today. The Paris of Appalachia. The Paris of Appalachia which is not something I made up at all. Sounds like something I would have made up, but an actual nickname for the city of Pittsburgh. Is that really a thing? Really? <laughs> no, it's the what they Paris. call it. Does the Appalachia want a Paris? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're going to lose to the Mexican army this week if they do, if they're, if they're the Paris. I love when people say Appalachia. Appalachia? Is that how, I wouldn't even know how to say Appalachians? it. We're going to find out next week. It is Appalachians, right? I hope yeah. so. You know, people go through those. Like you can hike from front to start. Like there's like an entrance to the path and an exit. Path. The whole mountains. You can, there's an Appalachian trail. That's great. That people do. And some people don't even survive it. <laughs> That's true. I saw a tweet yesterday that someone tweeted that was like, uh, every, uh, dead body on Mount Ember and every dead body on Mount Everest is someone who was a real go-getter. So maybe calm down a little bit, <laughs> which I loved. I really loved that. It was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> 
That's right. They went for it. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. We should do the Appalachian Trail. We'll do a uh, remote podcast weekly updates. We'll as be we, okay. uh, No? I don't think so. You should think about this it. This is our first and only episode. Why not? <laughs> Why not? All right. So that's what we got going on. Anything else, Jim, to uh, promo? No, man. I had so much Brimley banter. I can't even get to it all. Uh, Danny Mack reached out about the Abercrombie stuff. He was also jealous of the Abercrombie kids. Uh, uh, just uh, so many people reached out after last week's episode. All the people who reached out about the career change, thank you as well. All right, don't be jealous of the Abercrombie people. We're, we're evolving from that. We're yes. growing up. We're all inclusive. Jim, great to be with you again uh, next week. We got a lot to talk about. I know we're going to talk about Pittsburgh a little bit more in depth. There we are. We'll, we'll talk about the history. Maybe I'll hit you with some trivia. Can't some wait. Pittsburgh trivia. And then we're going to be talking about uh, some live podcasts that we're going to do over the summer. I love it. We'll get you all that info next week. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Be good, happy Cinco, and uh, hope your horse wins. And happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. I hope your mom wins. To every mom and to uh, my wife, Sarah, happy our Mother's mom. Day, Sarah. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Bye, mommies.